Shop Amazon for last-minute gifts. Great deals for everyone on your list. Gifts for mom and gifts for dad. Even for your sister and your brother, Chad. Ah, shoot, we didn't realize we were supposed to get a gift for our dog walker guy. We almost forgot about our dentist, Dr. Kerr. We didn't expect to get a gift from her. Or our cousin, I forget his name. He got us something nice, better reciprocate. For last-minute deals on gifts for people you forgot. Get fast and free shipping at Amazon. Your challenge, if you choose to accept it, is this. Let's go! Let's go! Show up on day one, work out with us for 30 minutes, feel good right away. Yo! Repeat five days a week for three weeks. Three weeks? Five workouts a week. We're body, and we call that a body block. You pick the block, and you're going to love the experience. On week four, this part is really important. Take the week off. Seriously, we mean it. Rest. Go on vacation. Or try something new. Maybe some yoga. Notice you're not holding on to any tension here. Or a dance class. Get sexy with it, daddy. You do you. And then start again. Be committed to this process. Choose a new body block each month. Get a new challenge each month. Have fun every day. Avoid burnout. You're not going to quit on yourself today. This is how you reach your goals. You in? There is nothing that we can't do if we work together. Sign up for your first body block today. Visit body.com for a free trial. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Are you ready to get started? Welcome to Carefree Black Girl Podcast, where we discuss everything carefree, black, and girl. girl. What's up, y'all? Shay, Nico, what's up? What's Gang, up? Gang, 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 Gang. How has it been the last few weeks? Um, honestly, I've been good, y'all. Today, mostly, I've been sleep. Not mm-hmm. gonna lie, I've been sleep super hard, but I'm excited for today and um, come back with y'all and talk, chit chat. Yeah, how y'all yeah. been? How yeah. y'all been? Um, I've been doing good. I can't really complain. Um, I showed up for work every day. Period. Yes. Monday through Friday, oh, I was there. I didn't clock in. Out. I didn't I fake sick. Boy, I was this close to being like a pipe just burst in my apartment. I need to, I need to go home. I was trying, I was digging, child, trying Woo. to find something. But you know, a girl showed up. Uh, Jimmy Turner World Tour is going really good. So, What's up? if you're in the Atlanta area, you need tooth gems. I mean, that's that's goes without saying. But outside of that, it's been pretty eventful, and you know, just chill. I'm trying to think, is anything? Yeah, it's been pretty chill. Period. <laughs> anything new in life? <laughs> Not really. Same, same thing. Nika been really sleep today. Um, I was supposed to try Pilates this morning, but oh, okay, now Pilates. I was too late for my session, and I said, you know what? No. So I, I just went and got my nails done. <laughs> and so I, I just, just got my let's do the nails. I, you know, self care. You know, self care. A, a little Milky Way. Yeah, little, you, you know, know so slight. Same as the. Yeah, <laughs> so slight. Same, you know, same as the OG. I always get the same color, but yeah, that's neither here nor there. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have another guest today. Yeah, Um, so I'm gonna let y'all know who she is if you do not know. Yeah. With an undergrad degree in mass media arts from CAU, Atira has the unique ability to negotiate and drive contracts ranging from entertainment-related employment agreements and arrangements to agreements addressing the monetization of intellectual property. She gives valuable consultations regarding brand management and career strategy for the upcoming and well-seasoned artists, music, film, TV producer, manager, talent, you name it. She's yeah. booked. She's booked, booked and busy. She's <laughs> experienced informing businesses of various forms and 
and is well versed in the protection of intellectual property through trademarks Ooh, and copyright. <laughs> hey, you got through it though. I know. Yeah. Break I it. My way through it. <laughs> Welcome, Matera. Like yeah, I am originally from Brooklyn, New York. Okay. okay. Yeah, fun stuff. Um, <laughs> I came to Atlanta for a uh, college. Um, and of course it's cause I saw college hill and I was like, I'm going to Clark yeah. <laughs> and it gave exactly it took, what it needed huh? to get. Yeah, it okay. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's all I needed. All right. And it gave me exactly what I was looking for is exactly what I got. Mm -hmm. So, um, there's that. Uh, then I went to law school, uh, which was also here as well at Atlanta John Marshall law school. Okay. And then, you know, took the bar, passed it on my first try, and here we okay. are. Hey, Batty. Batty. Pass it on my first try. Just bring that in there. I know. Let me just. Yeah. yeah no, for real. That's just what that she does. That's his whore. How did you arrive at, like, your niche within this? Yeah. Thing? So, um, because I have a mass media background, mm -hmm. essentially, like, all of my friends were trying to be, you know, TV personalities, radio personalities, music producers, you know, actresses, actors you know, film producers. So I kind of got the idea of it, or at least start, started falling in love with the entertainment industry as a whole mm -hmm. in college. But when I got to law school, it's kind of where I figured out that even that this kind of thing existed. Uh -huh. right. uh, one of my friends um, had kind of left school to go be a producer. He was doing really well. He had a couple, you know, major placements. And we, we we reconciled when I was in law school. Like, I just happened, you know, to, we just happened to get connected. And he was like, you need to meet my lawyer. Like, you're doing exactly what you said you was going to do when we was in college, which I think is crazy. And you need to meet my lawyer because she's doing exactly, she's where you're trying to be. And I was like, yes, you know, link right. me. <laughs> link me. And, uh, and so I linked with her. And to this day, she's still my mentor. And um, because of her, I was able to touch a whole bunch of contracts and deals and um, negotiate a lot of things that, as a first and second year attorney, a lot of people can't say they have. So, oh, that's right. Yeah, that's, that's kind of how I got that's into it. Well, I'm so excited you're here because I actually have an interest in entertainment law. And I know mm -hmm. that you have to kind of figure out the niche or, like, where mm -hmm. you're going for because mm -hmm. I've been looking into it for some, probably, like, the last three years trying to figure out what should I do? And then I've Actually, heard about John Marshall. John Marshall, yeah. yes. I've been seeing they that a lot, huge, too. They have a lot of black students, which is one of my yeah, favorite exactly. things That's about that like. school. Yeah, mm -hmm. They have a huge um, BOLSA, which is a Black Law Students Association. Yeah, I was like, tell um, me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a, and they're very involved. So, um, yeah, they were very helpful throughout my entire matriculation. So, That's um, yeah, I loved it. I loved being there, essentially. <laughs> I try to go back and give back as much as I can because I, it was pivotal for me being there, you know? Mm. So. And I also like how you bought up, you know, the fact that you had a mentor or like, yes. you know, that one connection was all it took for you to really have that guiding light. Could you speak a little bit more to what having a mentor has done for you as a professional? Absolutely. This, you cannot get in the game without a mentor, period. Mm. Like it's either in this industry, it's like you're either born into it. You smash into it, mm. or your, you know, your friends with somebody in it. Right. There's no other way uh, unless you have an exceptional talent, right? Right. Mm -hmm. So for me, I was like, okay, I know I'm good at networking. I'm good at talking to people for the most part. So I kind of use that as my way in. Um, and also, I just had a, I don't know how to explain it. I just had tunnel vision. Yeah. Yeah. And whatever she, whatever she needed, even if she didn't need it, I was pointing out stuff that she needed, <laughs> and I was like, hey. I see that you haven't had this done. You need this done. Let me do it. You yeah. know, and that's that's how it was for her for a long time, because I recognized the value in just being in the room. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was like, 
one of my sayings was like, I just need a toe in the door. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just leave it cracked. You ain't got to open it for me all the way. Just crack it. And I'm mm-hmm. in it. Yeah. That's definitely that CAU <laughs> mentality right yeah. there. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Come on, CAU. Yeah. She was the person who cracked that door for me. And mm-hmm. that was it. It was over with from there. That's so. beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's I perfect. Agree. I feel like entertainment law is so interesting. Yes. It's so like. I don't know. It's like such a, like, it's not a rarity, but it's like, it's gold. Like, mm-hmm. I have so many questions, so many interests. Like, because there's so many, it's so much stuff that you want to do. Yeah. You know, it's easy to be, or it's not easy to be, but you know, a lot of people want to be the creative or the person in front of the camera, mm-hmm. but it's a whole business. It's a whole world behind the camera, behind right. the microphone. Like you, if you're going to be putting stuff out, you need somebody to protect your IP. Mm-hmm. You need somebody who's going to, you know, have your best interest at heart and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, so that's beautiful that that's what you're doing and. We're in awe. Literally. Literally. (laughs) What's up, Carefree Black Girls? It's Kwana here, and I'm excited to join Festival next month in the ATL. We'll be speaking, performing, and fellowshipping with the girls as we welcome 1,000-plus women into Web3. Yes, y'all heard that right. It's a festival, y'all. Join us March 31st through April 2nd for three days of Planet Her, an intergalactic Web3 world powered by blockchain technology and populated by the matriarchs. It's time to rebuild, y'all. You can book your hotel and have 40% off using Clark. See y'all next month. So I know you said there's a lot that goes into entertainment law and it's such a broad term. So can you tell us a little bit more about entertainment law and like kind of what you do and how it's different from all the other sectors? Of- got you, got you. So there's like two main types. Mm-hmm. There are the transactional attorneys, which is what I do. We handle mostly paperwork, negotiation, uh, nego- negotiating contracts, excuse me. And then there's litigators where it's like, if there's a dispute because of those contracts and we can't mm-hmm. resolve it through means outside of, you know, going to court, mm. then you have litigators who spend all day suing each other, you know, well, right. suing, suing everybody, um, rather, um, usually on the basis of those contracts or the va- basis of like verbal agreements that uh, didn't occur or something that's going on where, uh, the situation we tried to work out on the transactional transactional side didn't. Really mm. So that's like what oh, Phaedra did. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so oh, Phaedra was a list. Shop Amazon for last minute gifts. Great deals for everyone on your list. Gifts for mom and gifts for dad. Even for your sister and your brother, Chad. Ah, shoot. We didn't realize we were supposed to get a gift for our dog walker guy. We almost forgot about our dentist, Dr. Kerr. We didn't expect to get a gift from her. Or our cousin, I forget his name. He got us something nice. Better reciprocate. For last minute deals on gifts for people you forgot. Get fast and free shipping at Amazon. Litigator in there with Bobby Brown. Yeah, she actually was both. So there are some attorneys who do both. Mm -hmm. Uh, For me, I just I don't like litigating. I can. I've done it. I'm good at it. That would make come on. That would make me nervous. (laughs) I prefer not to, um, and that's just because of how I want my life set up. But I know a lot of attorneys who do both, and I know some attorneys who just litigate. So for me, like I have a rolodex of specifically black lawyers entertainment lawyers who like i can refer out to for different reasons like i you know i know tax attorneys i know immigration Mm -hmm. lawyers etc who like because there's so many other 
like I said, entertainment law is multifaceted. And mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, it takes having these other relationships so that you can say, hey, mm-hmm. I might not be able to offer that service, but I know somebody who can. I've vetted them and they already know your situation. It will be a smooth transition. Right. And that's how I kind of handle myself. But um, there are a lot of people who do both. And shout out and kudos to them because it's very hard. <laughs> yeah. Because um, both things, I'm not going to say either of them are like ridiculously hard or one is harder than the other, but both are time consuming. Mm-hmm. So to be an attorney who does both, you know, it's hard because what do you prioritize? It's hard to prioritize things in a way that makes everybody happy. Right. Which is what I'm noticing because like when I notice at, on the transactional side is that sometimes the attorneys who also litigate take forever to get back to us for things that could have been done in 5, 10, 15 minutes, maybe two or three days because mm-hmm. they also are worried about their their trials. You know? right, right. And then um, on the flip side, you know, as a transactional attorney, if you do it too long, right, you kind of forget how to threaten people in the right way. Right. <laughs> because we're so used to like trying to make it work and trying to, you mm. know, um, kind of get everything together because success to us isn't necessarily, you know, somebody winning and somebody losing. Success to us is the project coming out. Mm, success right. to us is like, you know, everybody Both parties getting, getting what they yeah. need. Yeah. So um, sometimes when it becomes an issue, remembering that you still got that litigator bag, you know, mm, is good right. for people who are, you know, too far off on the, on the transactional side. Mm-hmm. So I like to keep up with a lot of the stuff that's being litigated. Um and I keep a Rolodex of all the different complaints and stuff like that because I'm just an Uber nerd. So <laughs> that's good. Does really good at um, attaching the case files themselves, like mm-hmm. as they report about them. Uh, and Billboard, I'm like a professional Billboard. Uh, I have a professional Billboard dashboard, rather. Okay. So I keep to date on all the like the business stuff on Billboard. Really? And they also like to attach case files. So if you're interested in looking at that oh. type of stuff, that's where you can find it. Okay, okay. Very interesting. I have a question. What With that, what do you think, like, what are the best parts of a contract? Like, what, mm-hmm. do you, what are you looking for when when going into that? What does a good contract what consist is, what of? What are you not looking Gosh, for? And what are you yeah. not? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> what you really want to pay attention to is what am I obligated to do in exchange for this money or this thing that True. you're supposed to be giving me? So what is the transaction? Okay. Who's transacting? What are they transacting? What are my obligations for this money, essentially, is usually what's going on. So um, when you're going to get paid, how you're going to get paid, can I audit you if I don't think it's correct? Mm-hmm. Those, are, those are all important mm-hmm. things. And um, usually in IP, it's how long is this license? What kind of grant is this? Am I giving this to you forever? Am I giving this to you for a limited period of time? True. What parameters am I putting around the use that you're using it for? Mm-hmm. Like those are all like really important things. And also credit. Are you crediting me? Yeah. Are you to take my credit off. Mm-hmm. You know. Are you? You know what? What? What are we doing? So those are like the real, um, like important stuff that you want to just figure out off the top of your head. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Essentially, right. true. Usually. With the agreements, because they can get so long and arduous, we start off with a proposal or a short form that short form, excuse me, that has all of the material terms in it. So that way, it's like if we negotiate and we agree on these things, then we can even get here because we don't mm-hmm. want to get here if we can't even agree on these things. That's right. how that works. The meat and potatoes. Okay, exactly. So this can be like any type of contract, right? Kind of. Uh, mostly recording agreements. So the okay. agreements between the artist and the label. The agreement between the producers and the artists and the labels, 
um, if there's feature artists, that type of thing, right. um, mm-hmm. songwriters and their participation. So like everybody who touches the album has to get a contract, okay. essentially, mm-hmm. if they're getting royalties, if they're getting paid in some form or, or some shape or form, there has to be some kind of contract that, that um, immoralizes that. Um, but then also, there's also like a lot of NIL rights. NIL rights are name, image, likeness. Okay. So there's a lot of that as far as like brand brand partnerships and sponsorships, et cetera, things like that, that I also do, um, which okay. is kind of like a part of do um being an entertainment lawyer as well okay mm-hmm. word so working with artists what are some of the most common mistakes you've seen them do in like signing contracts <sighs> i mean the most common mistake is not having a lawyer in the first place mm-hmm. true mm-hmm. come uh, on now which you know <sighs> but what if you're just starting out like, it's you know? a sweet spot yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. this is the thing it's like you know do you want to give up five percent of your money now or, you know, 25% of your money later when you didn't have somebody look at it and now you don't even know what these percentages are, how they work, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. who's getting what. You know, if you don't understand those things, you're actually losing money later. But up front, it looks like you're losing money now, you know. Right. So I, I, I dig it, especially when, like, this is your first check or your first lump sum check. And, like, I don't want to share this with anybody. <laughs> yeah. They may or may not already have a manager that they're already giving 15 to 20%. So mm-hmm. they're like... You know, another five percent on top of that. Yeah. You, know? Yeah. you know, and I, I completely understand the logic, but um, for me specifically, because I do this, I do this because there are not a lot of people who look like me who do this, right? And there are not a lot of people who can break it down to you in a way that you would understand the way that I can, mm. and I give grace where I can. So it's like when I, I. I care about those factors. Like, this is your first check. This is this. You know, this is Mm. that. I'm not sure about whatever it is, whatever have you. So I'll work with you if I can, you know, to Mm. to a certain point because, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I can't help you if I'm broke. So (laughs) but um, I still will try to work with you, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. as far as my fees because I understand how that feels, you know, and a lot of people aren't going to do that. They're just like... My rate is my rate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is like an average rate that like somebody should expect? Like say like a new talent or mm-hmm. um, maybe you're licensing for a new film or something mm-hmm. like that. Like what should somebody expect when they're trying to seek a lawyer? Sure. So it depends on what what kind of talent you are. Mm-hmm. So if you're an artist, um, it's going to be a little bit different for an artist than it is for a producer than it is for a writer. Right? Okay. So um, across the board, it's 5%, right? 5% okay. is like the normal but for my producers specifically, because their fees or their advances, the amount of money that they get upfront can range from $500 to 50 K, you know? Mm-hmm. So for me, I take my percentage based off of what your, what your amount is going to be. Mm-hmm. So if you're making under a certain amount, then my rate is lower. If you're making mm-hmm. over a certain amount, my rate is higher. And then I have like a standard minimum okay. that applies once you get to a certain level essentially yeah so mm-hmm. i do it that way because it's like the more money you make the more money i make mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> the less money you make the less money i make mm-hmm. you know so it's like you feel like i'm going on the ride with you rather than just being like this is my rate i don't care if you're making a thousand dollars you know yeah in my opinion because it's like you still gotta <clears throat> eat and you still gotta be able to make this music mm-hmm. and my job doesn't exist if there's no content to move in the right first place. Yeah. So um, I keep those things kind of, uh, I keep those things in the back of my mind, you know, when yeah. I'm making these decisions rather. 
Have you ever had like a wild request on either side? Just like wow. every day. Every day, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think a, a big part of my job is literally just mitigating expectations, managing expectations, mm-hmm. and um, bringing people to reality. Right. Um, mm-hmm. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm trying to because I am, I am naturally rebellious. So mm, I'm naturally too. rebellious. <laughs> <everybody's> <laughs> like, I'm naturally like, oh, this is the box. Well, we going over here. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't like to put a damper on people's ideas, mm. but what I try to do is give them re- realistic expectations of what may or may not occur when they ask for those things. Right. So it's like, I'll ask for it for you, but just know that this might happen and this might happen. Mm. So you sh- you know what you want to do? Cause right. I'll still do it. Cause I- I'm down to just be radical and be like this. My price is my price. What you going to do? <laughs> like, um, I-, I love that energy. I love having that energy, but also, um, like I said, I don't want to, lose the deal either you mm-hmm. it's a balancing act yeah. you know so you want to push a little bit but you don't want to push so far that they're like we don't want to well, do the mind. deal at all yeah. right mm-hmm. exactly so it's a fine line that's a good question that that's a good answer <laughs> what are you saying Never. like i really appreciate you coming in here and putting us on game okay. so for real i mean look i mean you're already in your grammy your, yes. your, your grammy deck this episode is brought to you by undeniably dairy Dairy farmers are more than farmers. They're climate caretakers. They see water as a precious resource. Most farmers recycle water up to four times, from chilling the milk to irrigating the crops. And some even use technology to turn manure into renewable energy. To learn more about what dairy farmers are doing to make their farms more sustainable, visit usdairy.com. Talking about you, you, you came here ready. I see you With got that shit on. I see you got that shit on. Swag from last year, actually. Last this year. year wasn't that. Yeah, this year the swag wasn't as cute. So, I'm not gonna lie. so you had to, you yeah, had to go in the archives. Huh, well, you gotta buy it. Actually, it's like oh, merch. You know. Oh yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So sometimes, like, they have goodie bags, and you can sometimes get it in your goodie bag. But um, this one I bought last year because it didn't come. They just had t-shirts in the bag. Um, I, like, I want to. I want that particular. Period. <laughs> right. I need something with a little weight on it. Oh, no. wait. Yeah, no, I totally get it. I mean, and when you're in the Grammys, oh, you know, wow. Academy, <laughs> you know, you, you got to have a little weight on it. So speaking of the Grammys, we know that it just passed not too long mm-hmm. ago. There's a lot to talk about with the Grammys, child. So <laughs> but so I want to start with kind of how do you feel about where the Grammys are going now? They're, they're new rebranding and their mm-hmm. desire to make it feel more inclusive and mm-hmm. you know just kind of where they're going at how do you feel about the current state uh i love that they're trying mm-hmm. i'm gonna start there because they don't have to try mm-hmm. i mean yeah there'll be some backlash but at the end of the day we're what 13 percent of the population if they decided that they didn't want to include us they could decide mm-hmm. that they didn't want to include us of course we can boycott and all of those things but the fact that they're just like you know maybe mm-hmm. <laughs> there's something we need to look at you know um so i appreciate that um do i feel like they can do better of course Absolutely. you know yeah. i always feel like it's never enough honestly all of these corporations i feel like you're trying but it's not enough i need more you know mm-hmm. um but i do feel like we also in that same breath have to save space for the fact that okay at least they are trying because mm. they're historically they have not, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they're headed in a good direction. I feel like they just need to keep going, and um, I feel like there's a lot more that they still have to work on. But I like the direction. So is it like um, everyday normal people can put their insight into Absolutely the? Absolutely not. <laughs> mm. No, because you know, like they were, they had. Um, 
Grandma Geraldine up there, Grandma and they had Geraldine. Tisha from down the street um, during there. They had Jacob from State Farm. Hello. They had a whole round table of just, you know, a regular average day. Are, are they in the meetings deciding? No. Let's oh. break it down to you because there's even mm-hmm. two types of members, right? Okay. So I am a Recording Academy professional member, which means I don't vote, but I'm affiliated with talent in some capacity. That's usually... The A and R's, managers, mm-hmm. l- uh, lawyers, etc. Like all of the teams surrounding the artist or the producer or the writer, mm-hmm. um, can join the academy as a professional member. Right. So, like I said, I can't vote, but I can encourage others to vote. I encourage mm-hmm. my peers to vote. Um, if there is something that I want to uh, add, add to something to be voted, I can do that too. But I cannot uh, vote myself. And then you have the voting members. The voting members are members of the Recording Academy who are active in the music industry. Mm -hmm. Uh, When you go through your application, you have to prove that you're active. Mm -hmm. But in some means, usually like, you know, your website or, you know, articles written about you or, you know, certain verifications rather. And not to cut, now what does it mean by active? Like, could Mm -hmm. I have made a song in the 80s and now today I want to be in there? No, it has to be relevant within the last, I think, five years. Don't quote me on that, but it has to be pretty relevant. Okay. So um, the way that you even get to the application is you have to be uh, nominated. For the application. Mm-hmm. True. Okay. Um, and that's whether you're professional or voting. Uh-huh. Um, so two people who are already members of the Recording Academy have to uh, essentially nominate you. And then once you get two nominations, then you get access to the application. Then you get to go through the application mm-hmm. process. So the people who vote in the Grammys are active members of the music industry, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's not everybody that can vote at all so like people who work at labels artists themselves like Correct. okay exactly. mm-hmm. like a dj Khaled could be on that exactly. exactly okay probably, he probably is, he yeah. probably is. So that makes it a little more like oh also, you are my peer also chapters so like i'm mm-hmm. the i'm in a i'm a member of the atlanta chapter they mm-hmm. have the la chapter they have the nashville chapter they have the new york chapter you know and they all do different things at different times but all of us that are a part of it whether professional or voting have the opportunity to uh, purchase tickets to go to the Grammys. Mm-hmm. You only get tickets for free, not for free, but you only get yeah. gratis tickets when you are nominated. Mm. So, how That's much does a ticket to the Grammys cost? A I'm <sighs> so it ranges because they have tiers, of course. Mm-hmm. So it ranges from like I think the cheapest one was three hundred and fifty dollars, mm-hmm. and the most expensive one was like twenty five hundred. True. I usually get like cheaper than Beyonce ticket. ticket. I'm cracking up yeah, at this point. At this <laughs> at point, this point. <laughs> how yeah. was your overall experience just being at the Grammys? From like, were you on the red carpet, or at least you the red carpet? And I, did you the touch the red carpet? carpet. It was actually did a good Grammy Beyonce. Year, did you see the same hair? Hello. Let's get to it. Yes, I did, and it was well, no, just like, uh-huh. but um, no. So I didn't go on the carpet. But it was just because I was too late. I could have probably went on with my um, one of my clients. His name is Dixon. He actually won a Grammy for his work on Renaissance with Beyonce. Okay. Beautiful. Okay. okay. I'm so yes. Congrats. Check him out because he's a he's a genius and he's also one of my favorite clients because um, he told me I think in our second meeting that if he didn't decide to uh, 
do music, he wanted to be an entertainment lawyer. So we mm-hmm. have a lot of great discourse all the time about mm-hmm. things that are going on. And because he's one of my more well-informed clients, mm-hmm. it makes my job easier. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so, like, that's all, like, I don't even know. Talking to him is like being in law school again. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just, like, Keep you sharp. ideas. <laughs> yeah, and just... You know, iron sharp is iron, diamond sharp is diamond. Yeah. That's how I feel about that. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, so I miss the I miss the carpet and soda he because we was tired. <laughs> yeah. Cause it's like mm. a week and a half of events and there right. was happening. there were things happening. I saw so many time. parties. It was yeah. it, honestly, it was they were like, We outside. Mm-hmm. They were like, There's no more COVID. We mm-hmm. are outside. Now yes. not the Grammys themselves, they were really they <laughs> still have certain regulations in place, but like all of the parties and stuff, mm-hmm. they were like, we're outside. Everything was simultaneous. Mm-hmm. It was, it was a nightmare. Yeah. Throughout Instagram, <laughs> that's what it was giving. Throughout the whole fun. Instagram. Yes. If your man was out at Grammy week, hello, he's gone. You've yeah. lost him. <laughs> he's, know. he's probably found himself a little dirk and he has a, he has a nice new home. Like, I'm no, they was, they was outside. No, like it was a whole thing. Outside. Like it didn't so, even matter if you were like confirmed for something because everything was at yeah. capacity. So they were like, "Sorry, you know." Yeah, yeah no, it was. It is what it is. Like, yeah. So the whole hustle and bustle, the getting ready for the Grammys. How did you feel? Like, put us in a tear's mind getting ready. So I was actually very upset because Why? I wanted. I, okay, so I flew in and I was trying to get my hair done. Like that first day, right? And my hairstylist flaked on me, mm. so I was mad. But luckily, hey. you know, I have enough hair on my head, and yeah. I know how to do my own hair, so it worked out. Mm. I just didn't want to have to worry about that. Right. But for me, I realized, and one of the good things about you know my personality that works in this industry is I'm extreme. Like I'm a go, I'm Gemini. I'm a Gemini. Gay. Hey, What's your birthday? Hey, May twenty eighth, June fifth. Okay. I'm crazy. <laughs> There, it is a big difference. It is a big difference. <laughs> but yeah, I'm very fluid. I go with the flow. So mm-hmm. it's like if I have to pivot, I pivot. Yeah. And it is what it is. Because it's like, you know, that whole the show must go on. Mm-hmm. You know, they say these things because there's some truth. There's a little bit of truth in there, you know. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, it was it was uh it was a lot. And then just the list, the party list. If I just showed it to you, if you saw, it was a lot of stuff that you all the stuff is stuff you want, would want to go to. Yeah. So picking the stuff mm-hmm. was the hardest part. Like the strategy behind it, like it's a whole thought process and where you're going, who you're gonna, how you're gonna hit it, who you're gonna talk to, and mm-hmm. et cetera. Because honestly, it's a huge networking event. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I look at the Grammys as networking. I'm just going to one celebrate something, whatever I was a part of, but mm-hmm. also to like meet other like-minded people, mm-hmm. essentially. So That's always good. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to get into the meat and potatoes of the Grammys. I just want to <laughs> talk about I just want to talk about it just a little bit. Let's go. Beyonce. I'm cracking up. <laughs> How did you feel when she didn't get... You know, let me preface it. Let me preface it just a little bit because I don't want to... The entire stadium looked confused we were yeah. all really wow looking yeah at each other like what yeah what i think we all just harry's house mm-hmm. we all just or anybody to but, win. Like, well we were all looking at each other like is this real life <laughs> okay because there's a lot of good albums in that category we were so confused. Confused. we were so confused i mean i've never heard his work so i can't say whatever right. mm-hmm. but um i was disappointed Mostly right. because we know what that 
album, what the Renaissance album did for us, you know, especially right. in a time where it's a very dark time. She was like, you know what? I could go dark. I could go talk about all of these issues, but how about I lighten the mood and make you feel better mm-hmm. because you got to deal with it regardless, you know? Mm-hmm. And that whole stance on it is what made me be like, how can you not? But then you mm-hmm. also have to realize that we are 13% of the population, mm-hmm. which also means that we are a small percentage of the voting members, even though they are doing better. Mm-hmm. We are still a minority percentage of the voting members of the Recording Academy. So it's like, even though to us and through our lens, you know, this is the album of the year. Right. So everybody else isn't going to share that, you know. Mm-hmm. Man, and I've heard Harry's House. I'm not, I have heard it. It does have some songs on that bitch. Don't get me wrong. And not to give too much, this is the carefree black girl and not the careless white man. Hello. But but no, not to give him too much. It is a good album. But to to what you're saying, like the way that she approached it, the artistry mm-hmm. behind it, like giving people a whole new feeling, like liked it, hated, loved it. Like this was a topic of discussion and there was mm-hmm. something for everybody to kind of take away from it. Mm-hmm. So when it got snubbed, my whole thing was, cause like I said, I have heard Harry's house. Mm-hmm. My whole thing was, okay, why did, why was the whole seasoning of the Grammys Beyonce adjacent? Mm-hmm. When you really was. red carpets, everybody's, so are you ready for Beyonce? Or what's your favorite Beyonce How song? How was it meeting Beyonce? How was it meeting Beyonce? You seen Beyonce at the Beyonce, Rock Nation? Yeah. Right. Beyonce's, they're opening up Trevor Noah's she's like, like, well, she did make history. I mean, mm-hmm. she, she won the most history. She's the most we don't decorated take it Grammy away from Award her. winner. Like, mm-hmm. no one has more than her. Period. But, Period. But like I said, they still have a long way to go. Mm-hmm. But, to, to, be it like, oh, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce. But then when it's time to give Beyonce her things, mm-hmm. the girls go missing. I mean, that's I... how I feel about the Oscars, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. The war shows, they, they haven't been The war right. shows I be mean, playing. They really. haven't. But you got to realize it's not our lens. Right. Mm-hmm. Once you realize that it's not our lens, then you're like, oh, okay, I see how you got there. Because you, mm-hmm. it wasn't about us, you know. In the first place, we make it. A, we make it about us, rightfully so. Mm-hmm. We make it about us, but then also in doing that, in the same, you know, it's the Gemini in me. Yeah. I can also take a step out of that and say, yeah, well, they're not necessarily thinking about my lens, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not necessarily. Um, they don't necessarily align with my lens either, you mm-hmm. know. And that's just a reality. Yeah. But I think it's also too. Like, and I actually saw a clip of Eminem talking about that on TikTok. A little bit. Yeah, and he was talking about how, like, he doesn't go to the Grammys anymore. Random person. So <laughs> random. But he talks, he talked about how he doesn't go to the Grammys anymore because if that's what it always feels like. It's like you, and there's a lot that goes into being nominated for a Grammy. There's a lot that goes into winning a Grammy, um, like behind the scenes. So it's like, to go through all of that as an artist, to go through all that press, to go through all mm-hmm. of the obligations, to go through all the parties and the things that you don't want to do so that you can get in good graces with mm-hmm. people and they can meet you and, and whatnot. And then you don't win. It's just like, well, what, like, what well, the hell? So like, yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all, and they knew or whatever the case may be, it feels like they knew and it feels like a setup or something. So it's like, I, I hate that for Beyonce because, to be honest, I only watch these shows for Beyonce. Well, so, I mean, she deserves a lot more. Respectfully. But, I mean, don't we all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We all, you know? Mm-hmm. That, that whole, listen, going to HBCU really set me up for the, for uh, where I am and how I am and how I move in life. Mm. It's like, you know, there are truths that we have to live with that everybody mm. else doesn't. 
and whether they see it or not is a choice for them and it's not a choice for us, you mm-hmm. know? And so sometimes I'm like, yo, if they choose to see it, just the fact that you chose to see it means a lot to me because you could choose not to, mm-hmm. but also in that same lens, what are you doing with that choice to see it? I also need more from you than just mm-hmm. seeing it, you know? So yeah, it's deep, it's deep stuff. <laughs> deep stuff. <laughs> So you talked a lot about how your job is a lot of basically like managing people's expectations and stuff like that. So can you talk about your most challenging career decisions that you've had to face so far? Um, I think I'm in my most challenging decision at this point because Mm. I feel like I had tunnel vision. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. Now that I've done it, I'm like, okay, what's next? Mm, right. What am I supposed to do now? I mean, I know that I'm supposed to, you know, maintain what I've built, you know, be consistent, grow it. But I'm like, do I want to align with, you know, another attorney and kind of make it bigger? Do I want to, you know, stay on my own for the whole time and maybe whittle it down to like a few clients with that I'm doing, like doing stuff for all the time or, you know, like what's next for my career? Mm-hmm. Um that's been the hardest for me because I've always had a plan and a goal. Mm. So to not have one is kind of like I'm What's scary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very scary because I've never I've never been in that space before. So I'm I'm just trying to get comfortable in this uncomfortable space of what's next because I don't I'm not really rushing to make a decision, mm-hmm. but it's also for me because I'm so used to a trajectory. Mm-hmm. It's like am I not doing what I'm supposed to be doing by not making a decision right now, you know? So, and these are not, because I took a path that was uh, unorthodox, I don't have a game plan, you know? I've never Mm -hmm. had like a, this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. I kind of made it up along the way. So it's like, but I always made it up like at least three or four, three to four years ahead, you know? Mm -hmm. So now I'm like, Okay, what's the next three or four years look like? I have no idea at this point. I know, you know, I'll take on the clients that I love or like, you know, and I'll leave the ones who I don't. And that's another uh, answer, I guess, is um, the breakup, you know. Um, Because as an attorney, the type of attorney that I am, you know, you can fire me at any time, but I can also fire you. Mm. So sometimes, you know, the money isn't worth the headache and all money ain't good money. Mm-hmm. So figuring out that's been one of the hardest decisions for me is figuring out, um, you know, maybe whether a situation is something that I want to continue because it's good money or right. mm-hmm. not continue because of the headache, you know? Um, so yeah. What what's are, something? Oh, go on. We got to get you cut off. That's what I was about to ask. Like, what's the headache? Like, I'm curious. Because you hear so much about, like, what managers hate about working with artists, what uh-huh. tour managers hate, what producers uh-huh. hate. Like, so what is the, what is your I hate artists? Um, I want to get somebody No, like, So <laughs> this is a very nasty, this can be, excuse uh-huh. me, mm-hmm. a very nasty industry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are people who call me and are like, I want to make sure that this person does not get paid. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm taking the way that they'll say it is I want to make sure that I'm taken care of, but it's really like, Oh, you want to buy this apple that you didn't create, you know, that you didn't mm-hmm. sow seeds for or whatever. So, um, situations like that, I'll be like, I'm not their attorney for you. 
I will refer you somewhere else mm-hmm. because this is not the type of time I'm on. Um, or there'll be situations where I'm already in it. And then like um, a producer may not want to pay their manager or they may not want to yeah. pay, you know, their booking agent or something. And I'm over here sitting like, I know you just got paid, you know what I'm saying? And if you could do that to these people who've been riding for you for how long, then Mm -hmm. what's stopping you from doing it for me too, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's a little bit different because I can sue you for it, but it's also, (laughs) you know, and it's like, come on. But but it's also like, do I want to deal with the headache of thinking, having to think like that, like making sure, you know, I'm on my P's and Q's in certain ways to protect myself from you. If if I'm already thinking in that direction, then I don't need to be... Working with you. you. There's no trust. Exactly. And I'm comfortable now in my career where I, you know, like my no's are more important than my yes's. Come on now. I I need to make sure I have time to pour into the people I want to pour into. And I can't do that if I'm saying yes to shenanigans. Right. Exactly. You just, you just, you just laid a word. (laughs) You just laid a word. Them no's. Them knows very important. Well, that sounds all like a lot. That Hello. sounds like a heavy load. <laughs> Does and, I mean you carry it so well? We Thank definitely you. appreciate you coming out here and chatting Thank with you us for and, me. and playing the girls on game a little bit about yes. a little bit, you know, because everybody wants to do something, but you know, having somebody on the back end that can mm-hmm. you know protect that is very important to us, mm-hmm. very important to me, and I'm sure there's somebody mm-hmm. watching that's gonna get some gems from this. Yeah, so I appreciate I so. that. <laughs> so now time for the ratchetivities. Uh-oh. Ratchetivities, ratchetivities. I'm scared. Welcome to Carefree Black Girl Podcast, where we talk about all things carefree, black, I'm and ratchet. ratchet. <laughs> no, we, we try to keep a pretty even kill. But yes. today, yes, yes, yes. Yes. <laughs> we try to keep a pretty even kill. So we, you in the music industry, the industry. No, it's the rain. So, so you got to keep your ear to the streets, right? Yes. So you, you, you know some of these songs. You know some of these haymakers. Some of them. Mm-hmm. So, um. Let's I'm here to put it. you to the test. Oh, <laughs> okay. So I am going to I'm tell you, I'm going to, <laughs> you, you cannot shazam. You cannot shazam. I mean, like you didn't a tell bad me the rules ahead of time. No shazam. Rule number one. <laughs> there, shazam won't help you. You okay. can pull her out. Yeah, you right. really can pull her out, but she will not help you because I am going to tell you a couple of these bars from some of these popular songs. Okay. Um, and you tell me if you know them. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. The twist will be I will not read them or sing them in the way that they are performed. Okay. I am going to give you a little choice, a little round Okay. I got a question. So, I got a question. You, okay. <laughs> What's if the I question? sing it the right way, but I don't remember the name, does that count? The we will counts. give you half a point. All right. All right. All right. Count. <laughs> See, it's a, lawyer, it's a lawyer in me. <laughs> I will give you a 50%. Let's, let's mitigate. Let's yeah. mitigate. Yeah, let's right. mitigate our decision. Hold yeah. on. Hold <laughs> on. Order in the court. Right. It's the negotiator in me. <laughs> I mean, we learn from the best. <laughs> All right, so jumping into it. Okay, I cut everybody off lately. Been feeling like a lumberjack. Fuck them. They really got me fucked up, and I wasn't going for none of that. None of that. Uh, uh, lumberjack. I don't know. Nicki Minaj. Mm-hmm. You're so close, but you're so far away. Like, like, like one bar. more time. You need <sighs> one, more. one more. For the last one more. One more. Okay, one more time. One more time. <laughs> Cheerio. Cuts everybody off lately. Mm-hmm. Been feeling like a lumberjack. Fuck them. Mm-hmm. They really got me fucked up, and I wasn't going for none of that. No. None of that. I don't know. Ice spice. 
You know what? That is a good girl. Um, <laughs> She's a really nice she lady. Would she would say and, that. She would. And say I that. can. That's. I understand. But um, a little southerner. It's from Glorilla tomorrow too. Oh, Cutting everybody off late now. Feeling like a lumberjack. They got me fucked up. Now we're going for none, none of that. that. Oh, oh, cracking up. So the next one is feeling lost, but. I like it. (laughs) Comfort in my sins and all about me. All I got right now, feel the taste of resentment. One more time. Period. (laughs) One more time. One more time. Feeling lost. Is that Thames? Feeling lost. Mm. Mm. You're lost. You're You're, you're 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 there, but you're lost. Is that Burner Boy? I'm feeling lost. Not that, that, Bram. But I like it. You were you were closer with Tim. You're in the right city. You're in the right city. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to read it and give it to him. I'm trying to read it. All right, one more time, y'all. Mm-hmm. Feeling lost, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Comfort in my sins and all about me. Mm-hmm. All I got right now, feel a taste of resentment. Oh, now I hear it. <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> Hint, she was not at the Grammys. This this whole? Okay. <sighs> Who was not at the Grammys? She was not at the Grammys. She was definitely. Girl, oh, she, she was there. She was there. And she was a moment at it. She was there. She was there. She was there. Her she and her friend. She was there. The fuck? She was there with her baddie friend. She was there. She was, she her, was there. Her, her ass. Her, 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 her. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> she has the very important Feeling ass. Feeling lost. <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the way. We gave her that one. Because that Music is good too. I mean, you, you you're breaking records right now with your album. It's a pretty big deal. It's but big that ass. Okay. <laughs> I liked her song? first album better. We already talked about that. Yeah. <laughs> and we 100 percent agree. I do like this one too. Yeah. But the we, first one, it's gone up. No, you know what we said, Atira, was that um expectations. Like we, the main thing was like I don't want to put the albums against each other because mm-hmm. she's at a different spot in her life. Mm-hmm. But then Nika had also brought up on that on an episode where we talked about it, it was like, yeah, that's fair not to put them to, against each other, but also like after having us wait so long, we do have a little bit of expectation. Mm-hmm. And for you to give us that album and it was what it was. I feel like she gave us a little piece of of it, you know. But she also wanted to go. In a totally different direction as well. Yeah, yeah. you could tell like some of the songs she scrapped. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm yeah. cracking up. She put some <laughs> things I mean, I've been to listening the side. To interviews mm-hmm. about this. Yeah, it's probably sure. gonna come out in a deluxe or something. Yeah, we'll see. That's, that's what she said. She needs to have a whole nother EP. I don't want a deluxe. I want an EP with all the shit well, that you really. Felt gonna, I think like. she said she was gonna add like six songs. So I that one, that's, that's a whole that's nother EP. That you need to put that on a whole nother thing because I mean SOS. I can for the girls. For the girls. All right, we got one more. Are you ready? I'm scared. Speaking of for the girls, for the girls, 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 oh, Ooh, from the girls, oh, girls, <laughs> girls, oh, for the girls. <laughs> All right, uh, what's another accent? Because I can't. My my Angelou is the suggested one, but I can't. I I can't do that twice. I, I think I did it last episode, but last one, y'all. So we making this one, you know, about the fuck. So I get that money and I can spend it because it's long. The fuck? Everything on me, no. It's not rent, <laughs> bitch. I own the fuck. The the fucks are not in the song. How do you know? <laughs> like, wait. How do you know? 
<laughs> I get that money and I can spend it cause it's long. Everything on me know it's not rented, bitch. I own. Period. I get that money and I can spend it cause it's I'm long. I'm like that cause I'm just thinking city girls. <laughs> Everything on me know it's not rented, bitch. Comma. Oh. I own. I have no idea. Me neither, girl. It says baby Tate, I am. Is what the girl says. I love baby Tate, too. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. I am that I am. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't recognize that lyric either, but that's a good song. I know the hook. I know the hook. That's a fair one. That's a fair one. I know that hook. Because y'all albums be 100 songs long. I listen to so much music. And just, okay, so just to end that out, the songs, what is in Atira's rotation right now like what are, what are some good songs for you yeah. that you, what you listen to what you listening to put us down i am an alternative r&b chick okay did you get an, a notification that daniel caesar had just dropped something i stopped following him me too and that's why i was trying to figure out apple what the fuck why would you tell me that daniel caesar <laughs> no, dropped thank something you. What it, up. why do what about me made you think that i wanted to know that I'm a huge um, Giveon fan. Mm, okay, I had a Giveon moment. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, oh, it's over already? I'm cracking up. <gasps> you saw him with BZ, right? Uh, he was singing. Uh-huh. And at the brunch, he's so short. He is. I saw that somebody <laughs> compared, like, compared I don't know about so life. short. He just he had short. on a, I mean, a jacket five, that three, was so taken. Everybody's tall to me. Honestly. Yeah, I think he's 5'2. The jacket. He is not. That's what TikTok he's, said. He's definitely five, <laughs> that's, no. that's what TikTok said. How tall is Gibby? He's definitely taller than me. He's definitely taller than me. No. What else you listening to? No, he was mad sweet. I met him. He's um, five eight. We'll go no ahead. Way. Okay. Um, let's see. Who else is on this Not list? Not Nika Short Shaver. Janae. No, I didn't think it was on Janae is on his list. Janae. Ari Lennox. Okay. Of course. Yes, Ari. Um, of course, We're going to see her live soon. Dixon. My client Dixon. He's amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, Thames is on here. Jasmine yes. Sullivan. Yes. That's yes. your um, <laughs> That's your so, girl. So, mm-hmm. Lloyd. Yeah, I know. Oh, it, Lloyd, Lloyd was a time for me when I was in college. Mm-hmm. So, his... Uh, album which album was this i think lessons in the love. brown lessons in love mm. that is like i still keep that on rotation <laughs> uh i don't know why i um, fought with his first album and sir yeah he got some he got a few he got a few bops a few bops um i also am an afro beats person so of course like the Thames, lots of whiz kid and burn a boy like i love it um i'm also jamaican so i listen to a lot of reggae um Mostly when I'm cooking. Mm, that adds the seasoning. Oh, I love it. I'm already on. That adds the exactly. seasoning. I'm already on. Exactly. So, yeah, that's what's on my playlist. Uh, Steve Lacey. I love Steve Lacey. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's also a Gemini. I'm just going to throw it in there. Steve Lacey. Yeah, I can see that. Big Gemini energy over there. Um, Kenny Lattimore. I don't know that sounds weird, but uh, I met him at a party Grammy weekend, not this last, mm-hmm. the, but the Grammy weekend before this one, uh, the year before this one. And he was just so freaking sweet that I was like, I gotta go back and listen to some of his yeah. music. Cause he was in this industry, man. You meet people and you're just like, Oh, this mm. is who you are as yeah. a person. You know, it doesn't always register through the music and through interviews and stuff. Cause you know, a lot of the times they're coached. Mm-hmm. So like to actually get a sense of who they are, like, and seeing how they treat people, um, it is very eye-opening and it also affects how I listen or whether I listen to your music or not, Definitely. which is why I don't listen to that person that you said earlier. Um, 
Child beast. Started with a D. He's gone. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, He's long gone. Child. I was so, like, why yeah. did Apple send me this, girl? I'm on your side. So, so him and Masego. Ready? I remember um, Masego. Mm-hmm. I was backstage at one of his shows. And um, I was probably standing somewhere I shouldn't have been standing. I was very close to like uh, where you have to go on stage. And when he was running on stage, he like elbowed me in the top of my head. And he literally turned around and grabbed my face. He was like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, you need to go. (laughs) He was mad sweet. And so from there, I was like, I'm always going to support your music Mm -hmm. because you're just a good person. That's that's sweet. So I go go out of my way to support people who I I meet and they're like amazing people. That's That's sweet. He Mm -hmm. grabbed your face. He was like, oh my God. And I was like, I would have kissed him. You're not, I'm not, you're, don't play with me like that. Look, your manager is not about to come over here and don't um, give me the platform because I'm okay with that. Don't give me the platform because I got the plan. Last thing, what is your favorite thing to cook? I can't hold it anymore. Oh, so, um, so my favorite thing to cook is curry chicken because I love curry chicken. You give me curry vibes. That's it. That's it. That's all she needed to know. That's all I needed to know. Please, we can't go over any more time. But if you ever just randomly have an extra plate of curry chicken, say less. All right. I would agree. I would agree. Really enjoyed having you on the show. Yeah. I'm so I enjoyed excited. being here. Honestly. We wish you could be here. Yes, you know, I have definitely I'll come interest. Back. Please, <laughs> please. begging. Uh, hands and knees. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, I really like talking to you because I do have an interest in entertainment law. Mm-hmm. So, for the people who also have that interest, um, can you just give some advice for them to like getting started or mm-hmm. anything? Um, this is what I will say to you. If you do not like to read, this is not the job for you. Mm. It's nothing but reading, mm. period. It's reading contracts, reviewing them. It's reading articles and reading books to hone your craft. It's a lot of reading. Mm. It's very reading intensive. So if you don't like it, this ain't it where you want to be. Mm-hmm. If you do like it um, and you are a consumer of just knowledge like me, I am a... I don't even know how to explain it. I'm a black hole when it comes to learning stuff. Like, mm. I'm just like, yeah, so what else? And how And how does this connect to whatever? <laughs> that kind of thing excites you, then this is where you need to be for sure. Mm. Um, so that's one thing. The other thing I would say is separate how you feel from how you move. Mm. Mm, that's a good one. How you feel should not ever dictate how you move. Those are two separate things. I'm not telling you not to ever feel how you feel. I'm not telling you to suppress how you feel. I'm just saying don't let how you feel dictate your actions. Mm, that's a hard one, though. <laughs> it's very hard. It's something that you got to practice over time. It's something that I've been practicing for a long time. And I can say that I, I look back and I'm like, dang. You know? Mm-hmm. I could give y'all one if y'all want to. It's kind of crazy. It's a long time ago, so it shouldn't even matter now. Please. Yes. So when I was in law school, I was dating this guy. He was an aspiring rapper. Mm. And um, it wasn't like super serious, but it was serious enough to where I was with him a lot. Mm. So um, while I was kind of hanging with him, his engineer, his music engineer, was actually an engineer for a lot of um, high-level artists. And mm. I realized that his stuff was very disorganized. So I was like, hmm, you can get me in certain rooms. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to clean up all of your paperwork. I'm going to incorporate your company. And I'm going to get you set up how you're supposed to be set up because 
um, I can, <laughs> and uh, you're gonna get me in all of the studios essentially. Um, but the engineer and him were like, I think they're co- they were cousins, but um, so there was this one day me and him were have been arguing back and forth or whatever. But I'm sitting with the engineer, and uh, he walks into the studio with this girl. They're holding hands, and he's like kissing mm. on her. They sit down, and I'm, you know, typing on my computer or whatever. I look up, I see them, and I go back to typing on my computer. And so in that moment, I'm like, I could make a shit show out of this. Mm-hmm. But I know that I, what I'm trying to do is bigger than this, and it's bigger than him. Hello. So how about this? I'm going to act like nothing is... I. It was the best acting I've ever done in my life. <laughs> I looked at my computer. I was like, hey, guys, what's up? What mm-hmm. we doing? You want to roll a blunt? What we mm-hmm. want to smoke? What we doing? We having fun? And so he's looking at me like... Mm-hmm. Why are you you know, like waiting crazy? for it. He's mm-hmm. waiting for it. And I'm talking to the girl like, hee, 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 mm-hmm. ha, ha, whatever. And so, you know, there's artists coming in and, you know, it becomes like a session. I met a lot of people that day that I still rock with that, like... A few, not like maybe months after that meeting, they were like, wait, you were talking? Y'all were together? And I was like, we were kind of together, but I mean, clearly we wasn't. You know, see how husbands, they were like, no, there's no way. There's no way that you handled yourself that way. Like, if you can handle that, handle yourself like that, you can handle yourself anywhere. And I, Mm. that one person has vouched for me in so much stuff, literally just because she saw how I was able to handle myself in a position where, I could have made a big deal out of it and I probably, yeah. and I would have been in the right mm-hmm. to do so, but I didn't because at the end of the day, it wasn't about me. It was about their session that they paid for mm-hmm. that I was just participating in. Mm-hmm. So, man. That's my, yes. There's that. That's, that's a gem for sure. Mm-hmm. And if you want to talk about like where I am and where he is, let's just say he's not Yikes. rapping anymore. Yikes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That part. He's scanning for that. That part. So for people who want to follow you, connect with you, or even work with you, mm-hmm. where can we find you? Mm-hmm. Um, so I am ashamedly addicted to Instagram. Mm-hmm. So Atira Lanise, A-T-E-A-R-L-E-N-N-I-S-E. Uh, DM me. I usually respond. Um, I'm pretty good at responding too so and i'm pretty good at keeping up with people on there so you can usually find me there um also my email address is atira a-t-e-a-r-a at gardergifts.com which is essentially my uh brand which is garger gifts mm, that's a good that's a good mm, title thank okay. you it's trademark and how can people interact <laughs> with the interact with the brand the garger gift brand is there like so i'm trying to figure that out so okay. i'm actually at a point now where um I don't know if I want to do like a Patreon or just like mm-hmm. somewhere where I can just give people, this is what you need to do. This is what you need to sign up for, you mm-hmm. know, how to essentially monetize your IP before your big break, essentially. Mm-hmm. You should. You have a very soothing voice. Thank you. Like Maybe some like, ASMRs are in the near future. About, yeah. uh, uh, a lot of people say that to me over the phone until they piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, oh, show me scared. the money. <laughs> Jim and I come out. You're a little yeah. too calm for me. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's well, it's been a great time having hey, you today. Yeah. We Thank really you appreciate so you coming you guys out. Are very cool. Girls, tell them where they can find you guys at. Mm-hmm. Well, you can find me, Nika, at Carpe Nika on Instagram and Twitter. Mm-hmm. And be sure to follow my brand, BrokeToDope.com on Instagram and BrokeToDope on Twitter. Cute. Yeah. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> Oh, you won? I thought I was going in the line, but you can go. Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, go it's ahead. your world, gang. Okay. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors for it real quick. Uh, real quick. Oh, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. 
My name is Brandon <laughs> Shay. I am the host that does the motherfucking most. If you want me, you can find me anywhere that you can find people at. You can find me on Instagram at B-R-A-N-D-N-A-M-E-S-H-A-Y or Twitter. Brand name Shay. Same spelling. Um, Ooh, yeah. you on Twitter still? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Here's the thing. Bad. Not really. But. Here's the thing. It's okay. It's okay. It's Just okay. like you're ashamedly addicted to Instagram, mm-hmm. Twitter, it kind of has, because I've been on Twitter for so long. I get it. That's the and, point. And Twitter, I feel like my engagement is a little bit more organic on yes, Twitter. And like, like if you follow me on Twitter, you follow me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. If you follow me on Instagram, you follow me on Instagram. But Twitter <laughs> is like, <laughs> Twitter is like, I'm gonna vibe. tell you what no, the fuck is going you. on and That's stuff like that. Close friends. <laughs> Girl, but no, it's still fun. It's still like, you know, it, a lot of good connections and stuff too. Mm-hmm. Until it fizzles out, because, you know, Elon is on his shit. Hello. Mm-hmm. Until it fizzles out, I'll be right there until the whale sinks. <laughs> I mean, look, I'm not, I am not blaming you. I am not shaming you. Because I love me a Tesla. I'm not even going to lie. But, <laughs> I love me a Tesla. So I get it's it. But Twitter one. is just, I don't know. How about TikTok? How y'all feel about TikTok? I love TikTok. Love TikTok. I had a, I need to get into it. I'm how I need to get it into it. I love TikTok for what it's going to do or what it is mm-hmm. for like the platform, how mm-hmm. you can like the how you can have a pink sauce and it'll go crazy mm-hmm. just with one video. Hello. Like that's that's cool and there's a good community on there, mm-hmm. but it's just like for our generation of people, we're like the generation that's not like, I'm into it, but I'm not into it. Mm-hmm. I'm into it. It's like you're really right there on the line because you see the benefits, but also it's like, yeah. this is not the social media we came up with. <laughs> we started off with the Bebos, the Facebooks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was fun and now it's work. Now it's work. Now it's work. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the girls don't know how to work though. This is true. All well, right. I love TikTok. Uh, <laughs> I feel the same way in terms of like where Twitter is kind of your spa- your safe space where you talk mm-hmm. about whatever. Like mm-hmm. that's it for me. Like mm-hmm. I love TikTok. Um, you can find me on TikTok at New Sunny D, or you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Rebellious Kiana. That's R E B E L L I O U S K I A N A. Um, and then make sure that you're following us. Make sure you're following the pod, CFBG Pod on Twitter, and then Carefree Black Girl Inc. on Instagram. Use the hashtag. Let us know if you have any questions for Tira. Make sure that you reach out to her. But also, hashtag it. You know, let us know that you're listening to the episode and what you think mm-hmm. about all the gems that she has dropped today, child. <laughs> and yeah, that's all that we have for y'all. We appreciate y'all. This has been Carefree Black Girl Podcast, powered by Revolt TV. Pew, pew, we pew, out. Pew, pew. Hey, Carisha. (laughs) What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Tone. One half of the best black movie review podcast in the world. In the world, Craig. This episode of the Black Busters podcast is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Prime is more than just free shipping. Prime brings you closer to the things you care about today through shopping, streaming, and savings. For example... Did you know that you can listen to your favorite podcasts, like ours, through Amazon Music? Yup. You can also watch your favorite movies, like the ones we review on Blockbusters on Amazon Prime Video. Yup. But it doesn't stop there. You can use Prime to get more out of your interests. From purchasing behind-the-scenes books about your favorite movies, to listening to soundtracks of your favorite films. Yup. Yup. And yup. Whatever you're into, or just getting into, Prime can help you get closer to it. Visit Amazon.com forward slash prime to sign up for movies and music to passions and podcasts. It's on prime.